0: Alright, good evening everyone. Hopefully everyone is having a blessed evening as we are. As always, we'd like to say praise the Lord, thank the Lord for another day in the land of the living and another chance to get our acts together. Today is May 13th, 2021 and week 119. If you're new around here, welcome to Joy in the Mist of the Storm. This is a program where we like to do weekly live stream Bible studies and shortly upload audio versions to every major podcast platform shortly thereafter. And if you've been with us for a while, as we always like to say, welcome back. Thank you guys for tuning in week in and week out to hear what thus says the Lord. Now, as you guys are watching this, um this will be a or well, this is a pre-recorded video, so we won't be able to respond to any comments or questions alive but please feel free to leave them or message us. our inboxes are always open so i just want to let you guys know that before you comment and then wondering why we aren't saying anything i'll also be able be i'll put it up in the video as well that this is pre-recorded so as you can see from the title we'll be talking about your birthright don't lose your birthright because we have a a right to a lot of things you know we have our rights in society but God has an inheritance for us and just because we don't want to be obedient we don't want to do what he says do we will trade that for small things you know they may seem big to us while we're here in this in this flesh on this earth but compared to what God has stored for us if we just listen to him trust him obey him love him love others as ourselves it won't even compare so we'll be getting into that tonight so without any further ado i'm going to pass it over to minister tony banks so we can go ahead and get started with this evening's message i hope you guys get something out of it
1: thank you very much melvin as always you guys know uh, if you've been here you know how we do this we like to start by saying a prayer you guys are in a place where you can pause we encourage you to do so and join in with us gracious lord thank you for yet another opportunity to study your word lord we thank you for being such an amazing god in our lives lord you woke us up today lord you you continue to uh, allow us to breathe you you did so many things lord that we shouldn't take for granted so lord give us the right mind renew our mind lord help us to never take anything you do for us for granted lord my prayer is that Uh, we would be in the mindset to where you don't have to allow some bad things to overtake us for us to realize just how blessed we are lord help us to remain humble help us to remain uh, compassionate help us to remain patient help us to do all the things that you called us to do for one another so lord we're praying these many blessings lord we're asking that you would also continually remind us there is a reason to have joy So no matter what, Lord, help us to find some reason to be joyous, even in the midst of sadness. Lord, we're praying all these blessings in your mighty name, Jesus. Amen. Amen. So uh, we will not prolong the time. Melvin brought the topic in. Let's go ahead and go to our uh, focus verse for tonight in the book of Genesis, chapter 25 and verse 31, if you will, Melvin. And Jacob said sell me this day thy birthright you know you hit on it when we opened up we will turn over things we have a right to you know a lot of times when a person gets arrested uh, the officer tells the person they say look you have a right to remain silent and so many times we've seen people incriminate themselves because they don't use their right they begin talking right there. And they incriminate themselves. They the officer lets them know anything you say can and will be used against you. And somebody right there will turn themselves in, not knowing they're doing it. Trying to get themselves out. But they've turned themselves in. And so they lost their right because they forfeited forfeited it themselves. So here when we look at this particular set of scriptures between Jacob and Esau, we find here Esau is going to forfeit his birthright. So what this birthright is, the oldest uh, during these during the Jewish custom, the oldest child would receive the father's possessions. They would inherit it. Uh, Once the father was moving close to death, he would turn these things over to his oldest child. And so Jacob knew this and Esau knew this. Neither one of them were fooled on that. So now. There comes there comes a situation where Esau found himself in a miserable state. And this happens to us, Melvin. We get miserable sometimes. The circumstances, we don't enjoy them. The situation, we don't enjoy it. So, by any means necessary, we're trying to get out. So, we're willing to trade a lot. Reminded of Jesus. He asks, look, what are you willing to trade for your soul? That's our birthright. So, Jacob told Esau, he said, look, sell me your birthright. Sell me the things that our father is going to give to us in exchange for what Esau was asking. Esau wanted some food. He hadn't eaten. Now, this this sounds foolish to us. For this man to trade away everything that their father Isaac was going to give. He wasn't poor. He wasn't poor. He was rich. And so Jacob tells him, look, I want you to trade it away and I'll feed you. Now, if Esau were in his right mind, he would say, man, I'm your brother. You should love me
0: enough to feed me so I don't die. But let's see what he said. And Esau said, behold, I am at the point to die. And what profit shall this birthright do to me?
1: He said, what? What is it going to profit me anyway? You know we think like this because we live in the exact moment. The only thing we think about is right now. Now, I don't know how long Esau had been hungry. I don't know. The Bible doesn't declare to us. But Esau said, "Man, if I die, what is it going to profit me anyways?" You know, when we become hungry, once our stomach gets involved, we're willing to do a lot of things. People will rob and kill you when they get hungry. People will steal when they get hungry enough. We'll do a lot of things once our stomach starts growling. You know, as people, (laughs) I remember working with some guys. And they told me how, man, at 12 o'clock, if I don't eat, (laughs) I'm going to start getting angry. (laughs) See, we have to eat at a certain time every day. And if we don't, man, our our life is ruined somehow. Somehow we don't know if we can survive because we didn't eat at that specific time. We're upset. We're wanting to fight. We want to hurt somebody. (laughs) So we find Esau in this same place. We've seen people like this. Somebody said, I get hangry. We've combined words, my heaven. Hmm. We still do this same thing today. We're willing to trade away something so valuable for something so small. But now I want to take this to a bigger sense because in Christ, we become born again. We have a birth. We have a new birth in Christ. Old things are passed away and all things have become new. We're born again. Once we're baptized in the name of Jesus, once we receive the Holy Ghost, once we get on this journey and repent, we are born again. We have a right. See, our position gives us that right. See, the reason the officer begins to read this list of rights to the person getting arrested is because of the position they have now taken, not because of uh, this person's name, not because of their family, not because of whatever we can come up with status is because of the position they've taken. See, even now. Uh, all throughout Oxford, Mississippi and many other places in the world, we call we call it the right of way. Uh, even if you take a, a loop, uh, one of those circular loops, the person inside of this loop has the right of way. They have the right to keep driving around. You're not allowed to pull out in front of them and make them stop. That, that's not within your right. But it's not because of what kind of car you're driving. It's not because of what kind of car they're driving. It's only because of the position that they found themselves in. See, a doctor, a person who has the license to write you, W-R-I-T-E, to write you a prescription, is because of the position they found themselves in, not because of their name, but the position that they occupy. They have the right to do that. If I try to write you a prescription, You just ball it up. (laughs) You say, man, I don't know why he gave me this because it won't it won't do you any good. I don't have the right to. So we find in life, our position gives us a right to do certain things. And so when we come into Christ, just by us being born, we have certain rights. See, I talked about it yesterday. Michael Jordan's children, they they're born into an inheritance. He didn't know how this child was going to come out. The doctor may tell him, yeah, it'll be a boy. Yeah, it'll be a girl. That's it. But he doesn't know if this child is going to be six if this child is going to be five They can't tell. They don't know. So it's not about. All of the specific details about this person, half the time people don't even know the name yet. They have different options, but they don't even know the name yet. Until they finally decide one day. Nevertheless, this child has certain rights. This child is going to be well taken care of. Wear finer clothes than I do. At age one month. (laughs) Better clothes than me. No holes in this child's clothes. They have rights because of the family that they were born in. So when we come over into Christ, we have certain rights. It's a birthright. Not because we're so special. Not because uh, we are holier than thou, as someone says. Not because of that. We should be trying to be holy. We should be. But that still doesn't give us the right. We have these rights because we were born in Christ, because of what Jesus did. Uh, Melvin has a picture of a cross there on the screen, if you guys can see it, because of what he did at the cross for us. How he lived a sinless life and then gave himself for our sins. He knew no sin, but he became sin for us. Because of what he did there, the demonstration that he put on. We now have an inheritance when we're born in Christ. And so we just as Esau, we go and sell our inheritance for something so small. Somebody said, I want a few different women. Married man, he said, yeah, I want a few different women. We, we want to sell our inheritance. There's a lot of things we can do to trade away. Everything that God has did for us. Somebody just frankly said, man, I, you know, I just don't want to do what God said. We sell our birthright. We're losing it. What will a man give in exchange for his own soul? We're, we're willing to give. Everything. And these are small things. They're so small. Melvin said they seem big at the time. Behind sight is twenty twenty. Once we get over on the other side, we recognize, man, I was foolish. See, we'll get to that.
0: So let's read that, read that verse again for me, Melvin. And Esau said, behold, I'm at the point to die. And what profit shall this birthright do to me? So Jacob says, sell it. Esau said, man,
1: what's it profiting me anyways? See, we look at the right now. We never think about the future. Every decision we make is based on right now. Man, this is how I feel right now. I'm upset right now. I'm sad right now. I'm hot. I'm cold right now. Everything we do is about right now. It's not about the future. But that's where we're headed. If we continue to live, Lord willing, the future is where we're going. I know someone said we need to live in the present. Yeah, that's good. But we better be thinking about tomorrow because tomorrow will be here before you know it. Tomorrow will be here before you recognize it. So he said, this birthright isn't going to do anything for me. Why is it that we feel that way about Christ? Being a child of God, that isn't doing anything for me. We feel that way. We say, well, I was expecting this and I was expecting that. It is not what I expected it to be. But we still don't recognize just how much God has for us. But we turn all that in when we walk away from him. We have an inheritance. And it's supposed to be among those that are sanctified. That's where our our inheritance truly lies. We just have to put ourselves in the position to get there. So we find Esau. He's, He's ready to sell his birthright. I'm sure this was music to Jacob's ears when he said, man, it's not doing me any good anyway. He said, well, great. Sounds like we got a deal. I give you this little, little bowl of food for everything our father has.
0: All right. And Jacob said, swear to me this day. And he swore unto him and he sold his birthright unto Jacob. Now, this is why
1: God said. Jacob I love and Esau I hate. Imagine everything God has to give to us. He gives us everything. Take take Michael Jordan's children. Whomever is his oldest child, take his oldest child. He gives all of that to that child. And somebody walks up and says, "You know what? I'll trade you this pair of shoes." For everything you have. And they said fine. You can get it. I like those shoes. These are shoes I always wanted. Limited editions. How would their father feel about that? He said man I can't believe you wasted everything. That's what Esau did. He gave up everything. For a little piece of nothing. We have to think about that. God has so much for us, but somebody is willing to trick us out of receiving it. Somebody will trick us out of it. That's what happened to Esau because he regretted his decision. And we all will regret our bad decisions in the end. We just can't see it right now because we're in the here and now. So he sold his birthright. Let's move to the book of Hebrews. Chapter 12 and verse 16. I want to see what Paul said about this same topic. We have to be careful to not lose what We have a right to.
0: All right. Lest Lest there be any fornicator or profane person as Esau, who for one morsel of meat sold his birthright. A
1: morsel is a small amount. It's a small amount. The Bible tells us the earth is the Lord's. The fullness thereof and all they that dwell therein. God has everything. And he wants to give it to his children. Why would we trade that away? For anything the devil has to offer. Why would we trade it? You know Satan tried to, say, tried to get Jesus to trade it in. He said look out there. Look at all the kingdoms of the world. I want to show you this. He said I'll give it to you. If you bow down and worship me. That's what the devil is trying to do to us. Cause us to go against the plan of God. And follow him. All right,
0: let's read. Man. For ye know how that afterward, when he would have inherited the blessing. See, we,
1: we are approaching that day. We are approaching the day that Jesus told us about. He said, behold, I come quickly and my reward is with me. We are approaching that day to where we will receive the blessing. Esau wasn't thinking about that in that time. Just as we are thinking about it. We're not thinking about Man, I'm going to I, I'm going to have to keep living. He was only thinking about right now. Surely He could have come up with something else. He could have said, man, just show me the way back to the house. I can make it back to the house. Mama and daddy, they'll give me some food. If I gotta give everything over to you, man, I just won't eat. I'll chew on some of the grass. I'll do anything other than turning it all in. What God is going to bless me with. But he couldn't see. Beyond those problems, so many times when we get in a situation, we can't see beyond that situation. That problem seems so big to us. That's all we can think about. But once we're removed from it, it's a thing of the past. It doesn't even affect us anymore.
0: Let's keep reading, man. He was rejected, for he found no place of repentance, though he sought it carefully with tears. He tried.
1: To still receive the blessing. But he had already sold it. There was no going back. We have to be so very careful. There's things God wants to do for us. He wants us to be his children. But we have to be careful to not sell our soul. Not sell our inheritance. The best thing we're ever going to receive in this life. Is eternal life. But there's so many of us. Willing to turn it all over. Because we want to enjoy sin for a season. The Bible talked about Moses. He figured. It's so much better. To suffer with the people of God. Than to enjoy this sin. That would only last for a little while. He kept his mind. Thinking about the end. Because we're all headed to that, that place. Right now, so many of us. We started out in this thing young. Now we start looking around. We said, man, I got gray hair coming. <laughs> man, I'm getting old. I don't feel the way I used to. I used to be able to do this. I used to be able to do that. As I get older, I'm healing slower. Things are changing. There's an end approaching. We better start thinking about it. So he sought it with tears, but it didn't matter. It won't matter if we cry, if we turn over our birthright. We have a right to this. The devil can't take this from us. You know, so many things we have. I have a cell phone. Somebody can take this from me, if God allow but my birthright, nobody can take that. I have to sell that. I have to give that over to him. You have power over your own birthright. Over your inheritance, you have power over that. God is going to give that to you if you hold on. So Esau, he recognized his mistake when it was too late. He saw it with tears. But he was rejected. My hope is that we're not rejected. But Jesus told us someone would be rejected. He's going to say, depart from me, ye workers of iniquity. I know you not. That's a rejection. And I can guarantee you it'll be some tears. You didn't have to tell me for me to know that. Because that's going to be a sad day. For so many people, that great and terrible day. It'll be terrible. All because someone made the decision to lose their birthright. They sold it on their own. People love saying, so-and-so sold his soul to the devil. But what are we doing? We don't recognize how we're selling our soul. Every time we disobey God. Every time we know God said, do this and do that. And we do the opposite. We'll know it. A lot of times, heaven, somebody said, I want you to show me in the scripture. You show them, they don't care. They didn't want you to show them anyways. Because they looked right over that verse. <laughs> they didn't want to see it. They were hoping you couldn't show them. But God is looking for those who do his commandments. Let's pick up this last verse in the book of Revelation, chapter 22. And I believe it was around 14. Yeah. See, we have a right to eternal life. We shouldn't allow the devil because he's going to attack us in our friends, in our family, in our coworkers. And our children, he's going to attack any way he can any way he can. He's going to fight us. But don't lose your right. This is your right. You know, we love to talk about the U.S. Constitution because it tells us about our rights. What about God? What about the scriptures? It tells you what rights you have. We have a right to eternal life. Because of what Jesus did for us, that ought to make somebody praise him. We should be thankful and happy for what he did. Let's pick up verse 14 here, man.
0: Blessed are they that do his commandments. He
1: said we will be blessed if we do his commandments. Not just hear, not just talk about, not just instruct
0: someone else. If we do them, we'll be blessed. Mm Mm-hmm. That they may have tree, that they may have right to the tree of life. We have a right.
1: We have. This is involved in your birthright. When you came over into Christ, there was rice that came with it. The tree of life. The tree of life is how Adam and Eve, they were never going to die because they were in the garden and they had access to the tree of life. But after they sinned, God drove them away so that they could not get back to the tree of life, guarded with a cherubim. They could not get access to it any longer. So they died. We now have access. We now have peace with God because of what Jesus did. We didn't have this right. After Adam and Eve sinned, there was no way any of us were going to get back to that place. Where we could be in the garden.
0: Now we have a right
1: to it. Why would you allow the devil to turn you away? Why would we allow the devil to deceive us? The Bible tells us he deceived the whole world. Somebody's going to sell their birthright. But you have this right. You don't, you know, the amazing thing about this, Melvin. We don't, have to ha- we don't have to go out and protest for this right. We don't have to hold up a sign. We don't have to uh, run somebody down, burn them. We don't have to go talk to Congress. We don't have to do any of that for this right. Because God gave us this right. Nobody can take it from you. I don't care if they kill you. I don't care what they do. They can't take this right from you. You have... A right to eternal life. That's what the tree of life represents. Because of what Jesus did for you. You have this right. It would be a shame if we let someone trick us out of this. If we just turn it over, sell it like Esau did. Because we didn't want to do what God said. That's a shame there. Because, again, nobody can take this from you. They can take your life. But you still, even after this life, there's another one. And that next one, they can't touch it. God won't give them the power to. So, in my closing remarks, I hope and pray that we would recognize our rights. You have access to eternal life. That's a life without pain. That's a life without suffering. Paul said, for I reckon that the sufferings of this present time, they're not even worthy to be compared to the glory that shall be revealed. Nothing in this life is worthy to be compared. I know we go through some pain. I'm the first person to admit I don't enjoy pain at all. I I don't like it. I try my best to avoid hurting myself because I don't like pain. I can't take much of it. But I, I know that whatever pain I have to go through in this life, it still doesn't outweigh the blessings that God has in store. It doesn't even add up. doesn't compare. So my goal is to not allow the devil, to talk me out of my rights. And I hope we feel that same way. You have rights today. So I thank God for you guys. God bless you guys. I pray that we would all continue to uh, just excel in him, advance in him, mature in him, develop in him. Because He want, God wants to see you prevail. He wants to see you succeed in life and so uh let's continue to pray for one another along this journey at this time i'll turn it back over into the hands of melvin thank
0: you guys once again oh every one of you guys got something out of that because um i definitely did you know when it comes to us as a human family we definitely do have a lot of issues with a lot of various things, you know, one of them is obedience. You know, like Tony brought up earlier, people don't be wanting you to show them in the Bible, what the scripture says. And even when you show them, they're still not going to do it. I remember a couple of years ago when Tony and I, we went over and I believe it was Starkville to talk to some people. And there was this guy there that wasn't agreeing with what we were saying. And it was shown to him in the Bible. And he says, I see it right there, but I'm still not going to do it. Because he was still, you know, we like to uphold what we were taught growing up. But when it comes to the word of God, we can't just listen to mama or dad or sister, brother or cousin. It has to be the word of God. I remember hearing somebody say it doesn't really matter when it comes to reading the Bible. It doesn't really matter. It's just what you get out of it. And that's the wrong mentality (laughs) to have, because we all can get something completely different from what one verse is saying. And it's going to take the true man of God to open your understanding with the help of God, because that's 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 who that's who does it. You know, some water, some plant, but it's going to be God who gives the increase. So another thing is trust. We don't believe that God will bring us through no matter what he's done for us in the past. You know, we come up to a new situation. We always feel like God has left us, you know, and he's right there all the time. And we always emphasize to, you know, have joy through these situations because they teach patience. And whenever these situations come up again, you'll know that, Hey, you'll have the mentality of God brought me through this. He brought me through that. So I already know he's going to handle this too. Um, just this past Sunday, we were coming back to Oxford. It was really bad weather and I'm not the type of person where it bothers me to drive in rain. So I was fine, but it had gotten so bad. And then to a point where you just couldn't see, like I couldn't see at all. So I just threw all my blingers and pulled, o- pulled over to what I thought was the side of the road. You couldn't see. The wind was super, super high. And then just as the wind was getting high, both of our phones, uh, my wife and my phone had the alert on there saying, seek shelter immediately, and that there was a tornado warning out. And when there is a warning, that means somebody has actually seen a tornado. It took me the longest to figure out what the <laughs> difference between tornado watch and tornado warning is. But a warning is when somebody actually saw a tornado. So in that situation, you know, I had to, you know, believe God because we are absolutely nothing by ourselves. I mean, just a simple storm like that. I had no control. If a tornado was right next to us, what is little me going to do? Absolutely nothing. So, you know, I, I had to, you know, had to pray. And you know we obviously made it out of that situation with with nothing, but you know the next day got a news report saying it was definitely a tornado very near to us. I, we didn't see it, but um it was in Pontotoc, and that was even one in Oxford as well. But we we went through that, you know. That's just you know God showing His power, cause that's just a storm. It's a favor. And then somebody may say, well, how come there were like, I think three people or so died. And then some will say, well, how can God allow that to happen? There is a pers- there is a, a verse in the, um, in the Bible. And it says that God says, I will have mercy on whom I will. So we can't focus on that. We just have to sit back and let him do what he does and be grateful that he has brought us through certain things and not question when we feel like he's being unfair because he is a just God. And so these are all the things that we have a right to, and we are giving it up day after day after day for things, you know, people say that when you are trying to follow God the right way, it's a lot of things that you can't do like drinking, cursing, fornication, and I've enjoyed these things before I was trying to walk with Christ. And so when, when somebody you know looks at coming to Christ, they look at those things that they have to give up because I was definitely one of them. I did not want to give up those things, but I knew that I had to if I wanted to be in good standing with God. And I'll say this again, a uh, preacher said when it comes to coming to God, a lot of people look at what they have to lose instead of what they have to gain. You know, we may lose all these things on earth, but we will get it back on the other side. And that's what we should definitely be taking into consideration, not the here and the now, but for eternity. Because you can live a million years on this earth and it's still just a blip of time to eternity. Our feeble minds aren't able to wrap around the concept of forever, never ending. So I'd rather it be in paradise with god rather than you know burning in hell and that's all i really have to say and once again this is a pre-recorded video so um, no comments as i can see Right now, but I would like to remind you guys that we have Zoom Bible studies every Monday and Wednesday, 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. Good message every time. We hope to see you guys there and rejoice in the Lord always because today's tribulations are tomorrow's testimonies. Counted all joy, counted all joy, and again counted all joy. There is reason to be joyful in the midst of every single storm. So if God blesses and says the same. We'll see you guys next Thursday evening. We will be live. So we'll see you guys then with another message coming straight from the word of God. You guys be blessed and have a happy and safe weekend. Thank you guys for tuning in.